What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. What's up? To my left, Zachary Parks. Yo. And virtually through the power of the internet, our special guest, Cody Peck. Hey, guys. How's it going, man? What's up, bro? Pretty good. Been an f- interesting day, to say the least. <laughs> ah, let's make the podcast about I know, that's day. It. that seems like, a sh- it seems like a, you know, he's leading me on to something there. Yeah. So, yeah, so cool. Any, anything special? Okay, no? All right. Uh, this. Oh, no. yes. Oh. We're the highlight of this day. I love it. I was about that to was say, did something happen? That was a good twist. <laughs> Plot twist. I love it. Uh, so in case you didn't know, TJ Podcast is a video game podcast where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do that by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, and subscribing to our YouTube and iTunes channels. If you want to support the show, you can do that as well by going to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show, and in return, we will give you a cool perk, like getting the episode early before its general Tuesday release, and access to our private Team Chat Podcast Discord server. And occasionally, you'll even get an in-person invitation to be I know. on the show. See, so that's yeah. what I told. Yeah. That's what I told. Uh, I don't know if Moga told you this, Cody. <laughs> but so yesterday, I was I texted her. I was like, "Hey, did you happen to hear back from Cody if he's going to come on?" And she says, "Oh, I'm having lunch with him today." And I thought, "Oh, he's here." <laughs> I didn't know she had to leave. No, no, I was in uh, where so, he lives. And so then she's like, "Oh no, I'm actually in you know in Kentucky or wherever, going to, and I'm going to have lunch Where's with him." And I was like, "Sweet, <laughs> tell him he's getting the VIP pr- treatment because we have." Never flown one of us out to personally invite someone to be on the show. So, you are so Patreon dollars at work, everybody. There you go. Man, now we're plane affording tickets. plane tickets. <laughs> yep. What can well, we not buy? If it makes you guys next? feel any better, I we're... wish I was in Austin as opposed to Kentucky. So, yeah. mm. come anytime. We'll have you on in yeah. person. Uh, cool. Also, it's worth be. noting we're currently only at basic economy seat level. So, if people could chip in more so We'd that love I can that first class, class. Yes. That's a TCP. <laughs> That's right there. <laughs> Uh, I'm so going to be making house calls. I want bank. Come seriously. On. <laughs> but we don't have an update to the song contest this week, as in recording a little early. So it's actually only Wednesday right now. So no one has had a time to correctly guess oh, the song yeah, yet. So true. we'll have an update to that next episode, who won for this week. And at the end of this episode, uh, I'll come on with Future Jarrett will be here to give Woo! us a hint for this, for this we week's love episode. Jarrett. Future Jarrett. Future Jarrett. <laughs> He could be. He could be. <laughs> yeah, like cut in the, in the video and like, it's, it's me by myself. It's Rich Jarrett. All right. Well, Cody, thank you obviously for coming on and being and uh, joining us for the show. As see here at Team Chat Podcast, we also like to make dreams come true because Cody asked that he could be our first guest of 2018 and here hey. we are making it happen. So, uh, but first off though, before we jump into your topic and all that stuff, tell us about yourself, Cody. Uh, all right. Um, 25 years old. Uh, pretty much lived in Kentucky my whole life. I was actually two, at the same high school as Rachel. Um, Who's Rachel? I call, I call her Rachel only because <laughs> I'm really good friends with her younger brother, Bro Mogan. Hey. And he's Mogan to me. It's caused uh, quite a bit of confusion on the old Overwatch game. That is idiot. <laughs> Back in the olden days of house phones, like wow. where you actually had a, a phone there? for your home. Yeah. Hey, is Mogan there? Here, yeah, here. stupid, here, here, we're here. all here. <laughs> all the Mogans. Which one? <laughs> Let me put you on speakerphone. You can talk to all of us. <laughs> but um, now I've been in Kentucky my whole life. Um, when I started playing video games, I was pretty young. My aunt actually had a Nintendo Classic. And Ooh. Super Mario Brothers. So nice. I would go over there all the time, always forget that I had a save game on it, restart <laughs> it, play that level again, 
and just keep going through it. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so then, so, okay. So if that was your introduction to gaming, what is probably, what would you say at this moment in time? No, it can be kind of a hard question. Favorite video game. Uh, favorite. Yeah. Favorite video game is a hard question. Or top um, three. Like I three like favorites. to narrow it down to a series and I'm going to say it. Monster Hunter. Hey! I knew um, it. Wow. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Best series ever. Easily the series I've sunk the most hours into. Second only to Overwatch, I think. Yeah. And um, overall, it's just great game. Uh, also, like, Dark Souls, Overwatch, obviously. Me and Rachel play all the time. Um, and anything that sounds great. Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us were big surprises at the time nice. oh he's so. another nice. huge horizon fan. hell yeah you can yeah. talk you can you talk to cody yeah. about horizon oh yeah man let's talk about that sometime awesome well that's pretty cool um so as the guest of today's episode you do have the honor of choosing the topic so why don't you let us know what all the, what that is i mean we already know but the audience you know they need yeah. the people listening let's not have all them. the audience <laughs> <laughs> yeah just let's just roll with it hey, what are they yeah well, the topic I wanted to talk about today is a topic that I kind of know a little bit about just because of, like I said, my favorite video game is Monster Hunter, and Monster Hunter is very big over in Japan and over in the East, um, and being a fan of Monster Hunter has led to some issues with getting some of the games coming over to the West, so I wanted to talk about video game localization. Oh, very and cool. Oh, very going cool. Going from either Japan to the West or from the West to Japan, which doesn't happen nearly as often. Right. Their games are typically already a little bit better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I figured that my, that it was going to be because of Monster Hunter that is what prompted this topic for you because I knew you were such a big fan, and especially with Monster Hunter World. Come out, about to be out? It's coming oh, yeah. out. Literally uh, this Friday, and I can get it tomorrow at 9 p.m. Oh, nice. there you go. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, so, um, so yeah, I figured that, that that probably had a big influence on wanting to do this topic. And it is one that, at its surface level, is something that you think it's that when somebody says, "Oh, this game's coming out of Japan," sweet. Well, when does it come out here? You know, like should be easy. But obviously, there's a whole lot more that goes into it, and a whole lot of different things that have to be taken into consideration when you're thinking about how to bring a game from one country to another. It's not just as easy as, you know, putting in subtitles or re-recording voice voice actors. It's not. <laughs> I need to be informed about you, this. Thank you for being our blank slate. I will be the blank slate slash audience. What's um. Well, how do we? How, what's the easiest entry point into this? Uh, yeah, conversation? so let's use Monster Hunter as the example because okay. Monster Hunter has a pretty interesting history of what makes it here and what doesn't, yeah. and how the localization affects the gameplay, which Cody is the expert of. Yeah, I well, I wouldn't say expert. I'm. He's the <laughs> mediocrely knowledgeable <laughs> expert. Speech here. <laughs> um, but yeah, like she said, Monster Hunter has is one of the many series from Japan that has a hard time coming over to the West. Um, it's equated to Pokemon a lot in Japan because Monster Hunter is mostly on Nintendo consoles over there, the 3DS and all that. And um, if they say, like, if somebody has a 3DS, they will have a copy of Pokemon and a copy of Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. It's that popular over there. But it has a really hard time coming over to the West. Um ever since its first 
game, which was on the PS2. Like 10 oh, wow. Years so it's ago. an old, it's an old series. series. I didn't realize it was that old of a series. And so yeah. I feel like a lot of Western audiences would have the exact same reaction or even the slightly more popular reaction of, what's Monster Hunter? Well, see, because so, a lot of people have no idea it's even a big thing. And I I don't think I had really ever heard of the game at all until I think either you brought it up in like a question or an email to us, Cody, or just uh, we're talking about it, or Mogan might have mentioned it to me as well. But like I, I, I don't, I don't, I can't remember having heard or seen, definitely have never played a Monster Hunter yeah. game before. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, give me a game and just like, play this. What is it? I don't know. Just play it. Okay. Yeah. So, well, no, I haven't done for, that. For the audience that don't know what Monster Hunter is, I guess I'll give a quick synopsis of sure. it. It's actually by Capcom, the people who do Mega Man and all that. Um, one of their biggest games, mainly because it sells so well in Japan. Um, it sells decently over here decently well over here but not until the last two games Mm -hmm. uh before that it was very very hit or miss which was one of the reasons they didn't really try to localize it to the west as much yeah um but yeah it's a game that is literally described in its title (laughs) you hunt monsters (laughs) you go around with a big ass sword and you swing it around at giant monsters and you kill them. And then you wear their skin as armor and That's new weapons awesome. and you keep going. Sometimes well, you look awesome. Other times, especially if your armor does not match, you look like yeah, a goon. <laughs> you look ridiculous. But still, it's just like you're wearing the trophies of your hunt upon you and it's amazing. <laughs> exactly. And one of the I remember when I first started getting into it, one of the quotes that like people used to try to get people into it was um, you could this is a game where you can literally walk around in armor made from dragons, walk up to an even bigger dragon and smash it in the face with an electric guitar. That's <laughs> awesome, man. That's, that's a good sound. I don't know. That sounds pretty good yeah, to me. That's not, well, okay, so this game sounds super popular for mm-hmm. uh, video gamers in Japan, right? One of the, it sounds like this and Pokemon are like one of the most popular games over there if you have a Nintendo. Is it only for the, yeah. No, no, you said it was for PlayStation as well. Yeah. Well, now it's... Is, is World coming for Xbox One? Yeah, it... Uh, so World is coming out on the PS4, the Xbox One, and later, I think, the, later this fall, it's coming out on PC. Okay. Okay, and so the big thing with Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World 2 is that it's the only one to actually make the jump now for, out of handhelds into big consoles, correct? There's been two others that did oh, okay. that. There was Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, which was for the Wii U. So <laughs> it was technically... <laughs> Technically a big boy console, but yeah. who had a Wii U, honestly? Yeah. I didn't even know um, there was a Monster Hunter on the Wii U, I and I owned a Wii U. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to lie. The only reason I had a Wii U was because Monster Hunter came out on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I played this game. Um, and then there was also one that was a Japanese exclusive called Monster Hunter uh, Portable 3rd, even though it was not portable and it was on the <laughs> PS3. That sounds like hmm. a really bad naming. <laughs> it's so it's weird. Monster Hunter has weird names. They <laughs> really like um, Spanish word influences on their name because uh-huh. the second game was called Monster Hunter Duo, even though it had a two on it, and then Monster <laughs> Hunter Three was called Monster Hunter Try, even though it had a three on it. Huh. Interesting. You need to get over it. <laughs> so that's well, something where the localization didn't quite 
kick yeah, over yeah, that's, correctly. My question is, are we talking about why Monster Hunter isn't bigger in America because of player base doesn't exist here? Or are we talking about they don't even try? Like, what's the question? Is it because we don't like Monster Hunter? Both. It is all of the above. So you don't think they'd give Monster Hunter an honest chance in America? Uh, I think that there's more to it than that. Yeah. So typically what people actually mean when they say localization is a very in-depth multi-tier system by which it's not just translation. Yeah. You don't just go around and translate either the subtitles or the mm-hmm. voice acting. Mm-hmm. It's also marketing. It's PR. It's you have to check it with all of the sensors. Yep. It, there's a lot to it that actually goes into, hey, we have this great game in Japan, but or any other country for that matter, but there's all of these cultural elements to it that we just don't know how well they're going to perform overseas. And the process of localization is really, A, figuring out will it work at all in a foreign market? Yeah. And if it will work in a foreign market, how do we achieve the maximum return on investment? Right. Because especially with games like Monster Hunter is a great example. Part of the reason that games don't make it to the West is that they don't think the cost will actually be worth yeah. what they're, the supposed profits. Because yeah. if they're not going to at least equal out or ideally make yeah, a profit, why would they bring yeah, it to yeah. the West? Yes, exactly. Right. So even when you have diehard cult favorites one of the most pop, uh, well, one of the most well known of which is Earthbound, aka Mother Three. Yep. That third installation, Mother Three, never made it to the U.S. or the West at all because they just didn't really think that it would get that much. Mm-hmm. And that's a really old example, but it's one that people still rage about. They're like, "Bring Mother <laughs> Three to the U.S." and it's like, "Bro, it's been twenty years. You gotta happen. let it go. <laughs> it's not coming." Happen. Like there will be fan campaigns to get it translated by crowdsourcing, yeah. and that's kind of ways that people try to get around failures of localization. Yeah. But it's just a multi-tiered process that's always going to be done differently depending yeah. on the business that's actually... It sounds like it's mostly business-oriented. Yeah. And, and maybe as it should be. It's not, you know... It doesn't sound like they're going to be like, no, we want to give them this game because we love this game and you know, right, America will right. love it. It's no, like, no, it's no, like no. they're not going to understand. And now, do you think it comes down a lot of times, more often than not, to cultural differences? I would like say what the game probably. is. You know, I, I would. That's what I would assume. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I would assume too. It's like this game is so culturally bound up in our culture and in, in, in maybe Japanese culture that American civilians or uh, <laughs> civilians, American. <laughs> I made it a war now. <laughs> American uh, gamers will not be able to have an area, or you know, not be able to enter the game. Uh, that's a little bit more a concern, I think, for more niche games. Yeah. For larger games that have a very common play style, like MOBAs or other types like that, action games well, like Tekken, for example. Well, that's why, like, and that's why, like, Blizzard games or you know, like you were saying, MOBA or Heroes of the Storm, StarCraft, in Overwatch now, especially, do so well in the you know they yeah. translate. There's nothing missing, like, yeah, and especially with with Overwatch because of how culturally diverse that game is already like yeah. that one should be easily picked up everywhere so that's not as much concern of that i think it is more of like these the more story driven games the one the you know the big rpgs like i mean and that's the thing like people tell me all the time we'll list off games that like uh that you need to play uh and i like i remembered one that i tried playing on my vita for a while was freedom wars and like uh greg miller you the know kind vita. of funny he was he was like really pumping this game like he need to play freedom wars and i was just like okay and i i tried you know i tried it and I don't know. It's 
something something about like especially the more anime heavy styled games and, and things like that. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. It's, <laughs> it's not necessarily that. It's just I have a harder time getting into them. I don't really well, know why. I don't even know if I can necessarily put it on, put a all finger the on. Like, exactly. That's why we won't do it. No. Well, that's what I mean. Like I, I am a part You're of that problem. Yeah, Tally, she's right now. Told you no, so. No, it, defi- <laughs> it definitely comes into it. The whole anime style. I'm watching you guys' episode over like. Uh, art direction. You guys mentioned Overwatch and yeah. how their style is a little more based off of anime, kind of mm-hmm. how they kind of look. Mm-hmm. And you, I think I don't remember if it was either Zach or Jarrett. You guys said you were a little put off by it. So they're so I think, basic. Spencer, I think it was no, Spencer. Spencer. We're so basic. <laughs> oh, Spencer. This is a Gears oh, of War. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. it's it's just. I think it's such a big difference from like Western culture to Eastern culture yeah. that oh, for sure. it's going to be hard to localize things that are vastly not universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I was going to make a joke. You're it's a long a joke. Really <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like, it would be a shame if there was more localization because then we couldn't be snobby about like niche cool games. You know, <laughs> no, it's like, that's a very oh, good you, point. <laughs> you, we don't want to lose our snobbiness. I like so to be actually, able to turn my nose at that game. <laughs> yeah. like, no, I do not like are this. Are you ready for a return to my absolute favorite of <laughs> oh, all time? Oh, oh God, here We're talking about The Legend of Dragoon. Because Surely you played The Legend of Dragoon. Surely you played The Legend of Dragoon. Well, you're an idiot. So the <laughs> thing no is, this is actually a great example of localization because there actually was a sequel to The Legend of Dragoon. It was The Legend of Dragoon 2, but it only made it to Japan because for Western audiences, we already had Final Fantasy 7 by that point. So everybody else was just like, never Legend mind. Legend of Dragoon what? We're not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, everybody yeah. was like, we're not going to do it. Yeah. We're not bringing that game to the West. Yeah. So it technically followed a different storyline of Dart and Shauna's son, Knives? <laughs> I don't remember Knives. what his stupid name was. It was something <laughs> really lame and silly. dumb. Yeah, which is another ridiculous. part of localization because normally the name doesn't translate well, Gosh, and so they have to like change it to something else. I wonder if I'm right. I wonder if his name Knives. was Knives. Kind of cool. Oh my god, I I'm might be look it up right. while you're looking. While you're okay, yeah, about you look that up. But the point is, that's a series that was kind of already dead on arrival in America, except for like 50 people that love it to pieces and will yeah. continue to buy yeah. new versions on eBay because we need it. Uh, and it just never made it to the U.S. because it didn't have the purchasing power behind it. Whereas yeah. there are some other games that have really good, strong potential to have purchasing power in other audiences, but still never make it for a variety of other mm. reasons. Uh, one of the ones that made headlines more recently would be the Dead or Alive series. Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Cody, do you remember hearing about this? Yeah, I've heard a lot about this. Yeah, so Dead or Alive is a game series that bills itself as a beach volleyball series and or fighting game. Uh, But that's really just an excuse for them to have scantily clad women jump around and get into compromising positions. And the most recent one, Dead or Alive, something, something, they all have a thousand titles because it's a really old series, uh, came out in Japan, very popular, and the minute they were like, are you going to localize it for the West? They were like, hell fucking no. Yeah, we, we are not going to do gonna that. Do well. Because something that a lot of, not just the US, but yeah, put that one on the board. Uh, something that every publisher has to consider when they're bringing a game to a new audience is 
what are they going to give it in terms of the rating system? Yeah. Because anytime you stray into AO, which is adults only, or NC-17 rating, that's basically a death oh, you, sentence. Oh, I, mean, I know you mean. Because okay. something yeah, that, that cuts you have... your selling audience exactly. by a huge margin. Yeah. It does, because a lot of retailers, like actual retailers, can't even carry games in their stores that yeah. have that is, rating. Is the, so is the newest Dead or Alive slapped, would it have been slapped with a adult abso- only it rating? It almost certainly Surely would. would. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't seen much of it, but what I have seen, it's just, I, and that's another thing. They've always like, been doing that. They have the beach yeah. volleyball. Well, yeah, they've always been doing it, but it's it's one of those things. It's like you know, as a culturally a cultural difference is yeah. like I saw videos of like, like what? Exactly. Like, it's it's just <laughs> it's weird, and I'm like, how? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it still doesn't make sense. And actually, a lot of sexualization is something that is one of the things that is the most changed from at least Japan to the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. great example of that is Fire Emblem. Oh, you've got to remember oh. this, Cody. Uh, Fire oh, yeah, Emblem. Fire Emblem uh, Heroes on the mobile. Uh, well, no, not just that one. So oh, actually, okay. when Fire Emblem Birthright and Conquest came out, uh, there was a big oh. to-do from fans of the series hmm. Fans that are, you know, maybe not like everybody, but they at least had a very loud voice online, if not them being the majority. I think they were probably in largely the minority, were really upset about certain changes they had made during the localization process. Uh, One of the big key features of the Fire Emblem series is building relationships, because you can basically woo anybody in the game. And you can eventually marry them if you up your relationship with them enough. Mm -hmm. And in the Japanese version, this is a handheld game, Uh right? So you've got the DS and Mm -hmm. the stylus. In the Japanese version, one of the ways that you could increase your relationship status with another player is it would allow you to basically pet their face Mm -hmm. with the stylus. Kind of like, yeah, and it was just... So you know Pokemon and me on the new Pokemon games? It was essentially that, but with... People. But with people, and it was like from the Western perspective. Let's try it if it raises our relationships. Oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. What's fine? I'm going to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> all, this all sounds great. This all sounds great. <laughs> so the thing is, is from the Western perspective of most audience members from the West, we look at that and go, "That's kind of sure, creepy." Sure. I don't know about that. So they totally scrapped that. They were like, "No, we're not even going to keep that in the game." Yeah. And I think they replaced it with what? more dialogue options it was the same it was the same like scene but you just couldn't interact with it yeah so okay. that makes sense okay. it would yeah, i'm assuming it was sh- shorter too they but just like off it the would, they would just be sitting there for a sec and then a little heart would pop up Aww. and then they'd be just like yay yay. <laughs> yay so but from the west we're like ah that's kind of a no-no okay. and another thing that fire emblem rightly at least in my opinion got into trouble for with the west is there was a scene in the game where one of the very few homosexual characters basically got drugged, and when he woke up, he wasn't gay anymore. And it oh, was basically right, gay what? conversion therapy. And the West yeah, was like, no. No. Yeah. no, thank you. So they were like, we have to take that whole thing yeah. out. So that's actually a really interesting um, segue into... Ideally, you don't want content totally removed from a game when you localize it. But in certain cases, there's no way you could have brought that game in that, or at least that part of the game, in and of itself to a different marketplace, in this case the West, and leave it as is. There would have been huge public outroar about that, at least for us. Uh, There may have been some people that weren't bothered by it, but I think by and large, the people that would have been bothered by it would have been very, very bothered. They would have been very, 
vocal about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing along those lines can be like you just can't you can't do that in our marketplace no. if you actually want the game to sell on a wide scale. And mm-hmm. of course, with the Fire Emblem series, it is really popular. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of purchasing power. So anything along those lines that they think would that hurt sales? You have to look really hard sure. at that and evaluate whether or not it's worth it to keep that content in the game versus take it out or change it enough to where it would be acceptable, right. air quotes, to your audience members. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, that is interesting. interesting. <laughs> so now we've talked a whole lot so far about games between specifically like the East and, and America. But, you know, in doing a lot of, in looking into this topic a little bit more in preparation for this, like, it doesn't only happen in that way. Like, a big example that I remembered coming up fairly recently is actually Wolfenstein 2 had a censored scene or a change scene for its release in Germany. Because um, I haven't really looked into it because (laughs) of, I want to avoid spoilers because I'm planning on playing that game very soon. But uh, there's a scene apparently in the game with Hitler. And uh, from what I've seen of like small cutscenes and everything, he's like very old, sickly, and stuff like that. And in the American version, he's got his typical Hitler stash, but they censored it out. They, he doesn't have huh. the stash in the German version. Really? So I don't really know in like the I full context. I, I mean, I want to see the scene. Validated. I want to see the scene in the, the game as I play it, and then I want to go and watch like a, a video of the censored version to see all the differences. I could be butchering it, and that might yeah. not be the only difference. Yeah. But still, it's interesting how sometimes it is just little small things like sure. that that are like, ah, uh, change this first. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. I was looking also of like some recent games that have been censored going you know either way. Any care to guess what some of these might be? I'll read a couple, but like see if Halo. You Halo. Hmm. Let's see. Because I feel Halo like I'm really censored. curious to know how would Halo, a Western-made game, translate yeah. into the into like Eastern audiences? I just don't think it would. Right. That's well. what I wanted to know. It's what your really, opinion yeah, was? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hard to pass. I highly doubt a game like Halo would translate very well for an Eastern audience. I don't have it's, the figures. I wonder I don't what the know. sales were. I mean, I think there's a couple things to consider. One is the first-person shooters in general, I would argue, and this is total. I'm just spitballing. <laughs> I got nothing to back me up here. <laughs> but I'm no sources. that if I, the games that I know that are popular in Japan, none of which are first-person shooters. From I, from That's what a I good tell, point. Right? They're all I mean, even Overwatch isn't very popular in Japan. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's huge in South Korea, but Japan, not nearly as much. Yeah, and, um, and but... So that's one aspect, but the more interesting aspect, I think, is just like from a story perspective and from a maybe just an overall aesthetic perspective. Yeah, because I just don't think it has, it has, and you know, this is a deep conversation that's hard to figure out, but it does just seem so rooted in Western thought and Western sort of ideals and, and, and storytelling that I've, I have a, just a, you know, pretty good feeling that. That's something that would seem impenetrable for someone that might be not in America. Yeah, yeah I definitely right? agree it's with so, that. I, I, but I, I don't know exactly how to take that further. I mean, you'd have to really pick apart yeah. the game, but it's very military-esque you know, influence, and yeah. that's probably a huge part of it, America being such a military, proud country. Um, what else? I don't know. You know, foreign, one of the yeah, you know, one of the aliens, YouTube you know, it's all it's all American. <laughs> it's like, all these, America. These it's America just America just versus the Covenant. <laughs> yeah. There's a YouTube channel called uh, Extra Credits. Actually, they um, talk about video games a lot, and they're an animated channel. They actually went over 
a bunch of localization pros and quos and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and one of their things is like the differences between Eastern games and Western games. And what you guys were just talking about is something they brought up. Like um, Western uh, based games usually put give the character the character that you play as power through a weapon. Mm. So like in Halo, you get a gun, then you're good all of a sudden. Yeah. But in games like Final Fantasy and this and that, your character's kind of already a badass. So they kind of like have this mentality of uh, you get this thing that's a part of you that is the reason. Like the gun is a part of you and not an extension. Like uh, Mega Man. Yeah. Mega Man's yeah, a really good example. His gun is literally in his arm or Samus. So, like, they have this mentality of it should be from you, not from other sources. Interesting. And I will say, you know, right off the bat, I thought this conversation would go into, like, differences that are better or worse. But it's like, you know, cinema from other countries or any kind of artistic pursuits. Like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that like sounds cool. It's kind of like the kind of stuff. It is. It's kind of like both Western culture and Eastern culture or any culture that produces any kind of artistic content, you kind of just kind of go, ooh, that's really cool. That's really interesting how they do it. It's not like, oh, that's stupid. You know, that really, yeah. I don't think that, you know, really ever comes up. In the cultural sense, I agree. Yeah. I don't think that there's really, you can't really say that one is worse or better. Yeah. You can't say that Western cultural values are any worse or better than right. ones that might come through in Eastern cultural yeah. values. However, there absolutely are total failures of localization. And that does often well, come sure. down yeah, primarily yeah. to the translation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a really good modern example of this is actually my personal fave, Persona 5. And this is absolutely true that the, so Persona is an extremely dialogue-heavy game. There's not a scene that goes by where you're not talking about something. And it's often both written and voiced. Uh, Mm. Persona 5 has a really strong voice acting segment to it. So actually many times where you're just seeing two characters interact and it's like stylized, so it almost looks like you're reading a comic book, but they're actively being voiced by uh, American voice actors. Yeah. Yeah. And many of the translations are literally just bad. Yeah. They're actually, they seem like extremely lazy work or work that was done by someone that actually didn't have a very good grasp either of the source language or the one that they were inputting it into. And that seems like something that a big developer like Atlas would have had more attention to detail on. Yeah. Because Persona 5 is their biggest game mm-hmm. in a long time. It made bank, it got all the award nominations, so it seems like they should have had more hands on deck on that. Mm. And when you think about why didn't they, why are we having such lazy translations like these where sometimes they don't even seem legible. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have sentences where you're like, that literally doesn't make uh-huh. sense. I mean, I can kind of guess based on context clues what you're trying to tell me, but if I were just to read this with no other context around, I wouldn't know what you were talking about. Mm. There are literally times in the game where you're just like, this is nonsense. This is absolute nonsense that I'm reading right now. And in a game like Persona 5, 
that is so heavily invested in its narrative, you can't afford to make those mistakes. Yeah. I mean, they, technically they could afford to make those yeah. mistakes because we all it overlooked really it and well. we still yeah. bought yeah. the game. Yeah. But it just seems like, why did it come to this? There's so this is, you're, you're talking about someone translating Japanese text into American text. Correct. Oh, and also voicing it. And also voicing it. And you think it. they did yeah, a bad job. In certain points of the game, they did a really inexcusably yeah. bad job. Um, even if it's just little things, like grammatical syntax. Yeah. Uh, I think there was one that, like, the point of the sentence was, he's a scumbag. But the translation was, he is a scum. And it's mm. like, okay, I uh, guess technically yeah. you're right, but... Which is then interesting that the person who did the voice acting wasn't like, that's not right. And uh, there's actually a lot of examples of that, because when you're doing voice acting, it's not just you alone in a right, room. Right, right, right. You have yeah. somebody oh, yeah. else yeah. producing Somebody's it. There. So not only did somebody yeah. hand you the script that they had already written, you read it out loud to other people, and they all went, yep, yeah. sounds well, good. I, I, you know, it, Laziness? It, well, in some defense, I've heard translation is a multivaried, can, can vary very drastically. You know, that's why there's so yeah. many different variations of different books and you know translation it's like it's i heard it's just very difficult a to get like what they actually mean it because is. we might not yeah, have a word that exactly like a literal translation is really hard to yeah. do because one word in this might mean this but it actually is like slang for sure. something else right sure that ev- everybody in that native language understands but pe- people over here when you did literal translation it makes no sense yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I can't Very really. Much that's so. as much I can say about that. Another <laughs> example of that from Persona is there's a character at one point that's trying to say, they're in like a classroom, mm-hmm. and the teacher is trying to explain there are many ways to say it's raining cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. It's basically what the point of the sentence is. But it was translated so badly that if you didn't know that that's what they were trying to say, you would not have known yeah. that that's what it was. And there are even certain points where they have built-in mini puzzles, like very, very small puzzles that'll be like, hey, you, main character person, do you know the answer to this question? Because you're in school, right? right? And if you get the question right, you can up your intelligence factor, which is something you really want to do. Mm-hmm. But in the localization, they can kept in a puzzle without altering at all that was like, oh yeah, you student, if you're so smart, what's the answer to this problem? And it came up with a token that had just Japanese kanji on it. What mm. does this mean? Yeah. Like, Bitch, no I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something How am I supposed like, oh, to know that? We yeah. printed that out the game. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. didn't they change that? that? Because the answers, of course, were in English yeah. on the side, but the image you're looking at, well, how smart no are you, Westerner would have. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like, you want to get some intelligent and points? That's, that's an example of not only is it bad editing, not only yeah. is it bad localization, it actually had an impact on your ability to up your intelligence, yeah. well, which is yeah, something that could really frustrate you. Because if you're trying to 100% the game, and max out all of your attributes, that's really, really annoying. Yeah, because right. there's really no way that you could have gotten that except by luck, by backtracking, if you yeah. had altered your save data to be able to go back and back and back and just redo it, or Googling it, which nobody likes right. to cheat yeah. sometimes, some people. You so did that, on this one? No. Oh, you didn't? I was I like, well, fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> just accepted the L, took the L. You bringing up the kanji reminded me of something from uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, back when the last Monster Hunter game was coming out, Monster Hunter Generations, some of the advertisement they did for it was they actually released articles of the localization team uh, from the Japanese version to the American version by uh, Marco Bombazi. 
I hope I'm saying the name right. Well, that's I could be totally wrong. Right. <laughs> but um, the articles covered uh, things that like you wouldn't really think of. Like it covered the obvious stuff, like translating the text. But it also covered things like in Monster Hunter, your weapons have different elements. There's fire, thunder, ice, and a couple of others, right? Well, in Japan, they just use the one character kanji to denote the element. And there's a lot of stuff you need to know about your weapons in the game. So the weapon screen takes up half the screen when you're trying to determine your weapon. And the kanji took up just a little tiny spot. But in America, you would have to, or English per se, you'd have to put thunder or dragon element or this or that instead of just one small little character. So they actually had to go in and Mm. design little elemental symbols to put in place of the kanji. And they had to rework the whole like layout of the screen just to make it work. It is another really good example of... And this is actually one of my favorite ones because it's so harmless. Like, this is neither a good nor bad localization story. It's just fascinating. It's Pikmin 2. Because as you hopefully remember from all the many times I've talked about Pikmin 2, you go around collecting (laughs) treasures that are basically products that Mm -hmm. are just left behind by human civilization. Mm -hmm. And they're all branded. Like, Mm -hmm. they're actual branded products. So, for example, one of the items that you can find in the English version is a tiny canister of Kiwi brand shoe polish. Japan does not have Kiwi brand shoe polish. How did they get that into the only reason I know that? Uh, in high school, I was one of those goth kids. Polish and, shoe. I oh. had, and I had combat boots you that I worked to death. <laughs> and one funny. time my boots started to get a little scuffed up, and I was like, Dad, Kiwi. father, businessman, <laughs> I need to borrow your Kiwi brand shoe, shoe polish because my combat boots my are looking dark, a little rough. The darkness is getting too scuffed up. <laughs> if only I had known Rachel in high school. <laughs> and yeah. so actually, this was my first high school, Cody. You didn't know me then. <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah, I definitely didn't. Yeah, what's funny out, is like senior year when I went to Cody's high school, like we started and everybody was like, wow, you're wearing colors. And I was like, how about you shut up? How about you shut up and don't talk about my god face? shut up and don't talk about it? I'm going through changes. I'm a person. But anyways, uh, so the Pikmin series is just one where the developers had to do so much legwork just to get it to the U.S. and Europe at all. Because you can look at the chart of this is what the product was in Japan. Mm. This is what it is in the U.S. This is what it is in Europe. And they're literally different products. And not just different, like, it's not like they took a circle and just painted over it with a different layout. Right. They're literally different 3D objects that they had to build to one by one just Ooh. to make them anything that I'm made sense about, to a like, Western the, audience. The, the, the animators, or the, the designers that like, hey, what are you doing today? It's like, yeah, I gotta like, we're porting this game to exactly. America and to the UK. Yeah, it's no, like, I'm sure. It's and they're like, oh, that sounds fun. Headache. Like, that's great. It's like, think about it. <laughs> you know, it's like there's all these <laughs> items in there, you know? One it's like, of Ugh. the silliest <laughs> options is that there's an item in the Japanese version which is literally just a popsicle stick. 
like not even a popsicle, just the stick. Yeah. And the Western localization team looked at that and they were like, yeah, but that's so boring. <laughs> no, like that was literally the reasoning. We have to change that mm. one. Not because of the branding, but be because fireworks. it's boring. <laughs> yeah, we have to change it to <laughs> something else. <laughs> so they changed it to a tube of lipstick <laughs> is what they actually settled know, on. But it's a hilarious example of just, they had to go through yeah, each and, like, and every, there are hundreds, there are hundreds yeah, yeah, of yeah. treasures And I can't game. imagine what that's like for a bigger RPG, like Monster Hunter or something like yeah. that, how much of a monumental task it is. You know, it's, it's something like what you were saying about like all these, this checklist of like things you have to go back and check yeah. is, is an interesting thing. And so like, you know, us on the, on the non-development side of mm-hmm. gaming and everything, we, we, you know, to be honest, I've never really put that whole lot of thought into it. Just no, like, no, you do. I, I, I don't either. You, know, you just kind just of like, assume that like, like, like I got this game. This right, game's coming right, out right. this day. Um, but it's 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 also I equate it to how you know when people have a complaint with a game or something like that, and they want to change. You know, and they're just like developers fix this. Right. It's like that's they can't just go in and flip a switch. Right, right, they can't. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like you got to go in, change all this code, to test it. Gamers are so QA. <laughs> I <mean>, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty much, yeah. So uh, one of the I remembered reading about this because I was reading this book, uh, Console Wars, about Nintendo and Sega facing off, you know, and, and some of their same things about like and I the think whole we thing, know who lost that battle. Well yeah. Hey. A spoiler Sega's alert. But uh, <laughs> but still, but like how talking Sega. about how, you know, how to make Sonic, you know, to be appeasing to American audiences, different things like that. But it also briefly talked about one of the very first, a very early instance of localization, which was bringing Pac-Man over to the U.S. Because how Pac-Man literally translated over from the, from the Japanese name would have been in the U.S. Puck-Man. Puck-Man? That's not as good as (laughs) Pac-Man. Yeah. I'm immediately turned off by this. Well, but then also somebody had the broad idea like, hey, if someone were to just like scratch out the curve of the P on an no, arcade box, fuck man. then it becomes fuck man. Oh. Which is the f- biggest oversight. In, Which, in, what do you think a whole bunch of like teenagers in arcades are going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously, but that would have been slapped yeah. that AO rating right off <laughs> But it's like, but still, it's it's like, I mean, what is every. Kids yes, are going to doodle, yeah, kids so. are going to scratch, you know, like kids are going to vandalize it, and that's yeah. going to make it Not all. Not even that. kids, grown adults. Oh, yeah. Would, I like, would yeah, do I that. Do it. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> ripe. It's too ripe. But so, so that was they that were as well. Good. Yeah. <laughs> As well as they had to Duff change man. the names of the of the ghosts because uh, ba- uh, this is from a Wikipedia article Bluey, about it. Uh, Pinky, Hensel well, no, names? yeah, because the ghosts were originally based on colors, roughly translating to Reddy, Pinky, mm. Bluey, Bluey, and Slowly. Slow. And then, rather than tr- then translate these names exactly, they were renamed to Blinky, Pinky, Inky, no, and Clyde. Right. That's right. Which is better. That's yeah. the better. Yeah. Well, and so it's just an it's interesting thing. That, you know, they exactly. have to go exactly. No, it's yeah. it's much better. And like names are a big like issue with translations, especially nowadays with I'm I'm going to keep bringing it back to Monster Hunter. <laughs> like cancel me out if you guys get bored. But um Monster Hunter all the monsters have different names and from Japanese to English, they can get really different. And now that Monster Hunter World is a global release and global servers where I can play with Japanese players, the names become an issue. Because, like, for example, the uh, flagship monster of all of over, I mean, Overwatch, Monster Hunter, is uh, Rathalos. He's the red dragon that's on the cover of Monster Hunter World. His name in America is Rathalos. Over in Japan, in Japanese, his name is Leo Lausu. 
Hmm. Rathalos sounds better. <laughs> Those are different. And that creates a lot of confusion, especially for like, because the internet has changed. Being able to play with somebody across the world has changed it entirely. Right. But now that's made it very different because I, I'm texting in the chat, hey, I want to go hunt Rathalos, but they don't get that. They're here. They're just like, what's a Rathalos? What's a Leo Lausu? So like an example of something for the localization of Monster Hunter World most of the new monsters that are being introduced in this game, the American or English names are very, very similar to the Japanese names. Nice. Which so, is good thinking on like, their part. Yeah. There's there's a monster, Toby Kadachi. That's literally its name in Japanese and American. American, gosh, American. <laughs> American's the only language. <laughs> I don't know what they speak in England, but it is wrong. <laughs> yeah, so like even just the little issue of having a global release date is a hard hurdle to come across mm-hmm. when you're trying to localize a game. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's it's a crazy thing because yeah, it used to be like like you're saying with the internet, it's so much more now that has to be taken advantage of because yeah, now way. players are playing against every each other from all around, you know, and, and instead of just being like, yeah, Japan's playing it over here, right, right, America's playing it over here, Europe's playing it over there, right. It's a it is it's it's ripe for humor. It's though. daunting just talking about <laughs> it's it. Like what you know? the heck is You've that? You've got to feel bad for the localization team. Oh god, that just sounds like like that's such an afterthought to me. And then, like, exactly. you know, and it's like, uh, like someone, like if I was the C, like the new CEO of a company and like, hey, let's give this game, we'll port this game over to Japan. And like, well, what about all this? I'd be like, ugh, you're kidding. You know? I'd be like, oh me, my man. God, you're you right. Like, you're right. Your yeah. <laughs> like, you gotta, we got to do that. Yeah. We gotta, it's, set up a it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you got to people in. And, like, I, st- I have other examples if you guys want to hear how crazy these it. things yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear them. Okay. There's an owl monster in Monster oh. Hunter Generations. In English, his name is Malfestio. That's Do you guys want to take any guesses Malfestio. as to what his Japanese name was? Mr. Owl! Uh, no, I can't think of anything. Takashi Mika. <laughs> it was Hododo Hodudu. <laughs> that's better. That's, that's, that's better. so much better. That's Except so you don't want to kill Hododo Hoduhu. No, you, you want to be a friend. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, you, Hododo. And see, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> that's a Pokemon. The, he sounds like Totoro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you, Totoro. <laughs> <laughs> the, the name Hododo Hodudu is literally like, there. it's, um, uh, what's the word for like uh, a sound that you would say i just said (laughs) yeah onomatopoeia it's the sound that owls would make yeah over in in japanese so his name is that's crazy what's another one i would defend um i would another another last minute i'd stay in front of get away get away from my owl he's trying to tell me another monster get away from mr hoot hoot yeah i love him one one they did recently um, that they actually did really well. Uh, this monster has a... It, it's supposed to seem very Japanese. It has a very Japanese feel to it. Um, and it, it was kind of inspired by, like, kimono dresses to a mm. degree. Um, in, uh, in English, its name is Mizutsune. Mm. And that's its English name, which that's already nice. sounds pretty Japanese yeah, yeah, on yeah. its own. 
um, its Japanese name was Tama Mitsune. Mm. So it was very similar, similar in its own respect. So that's one that was a pretty good translation, I think, as opposed to Hododo Hodudu. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ha- hashtag like that bring back yeah, Hododo Hodudu. I him or her. <laughs> It. Who cares? Bring oh. Mr. Hoot Hoot here. <laughs> Get away from him. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting too. I didn't. Man, so so many layers. Look, look, think about all the stuff that goes into games. I am gonna I blow up the localization team for Hodo Hodo Dude. Yeah. They are about to get a storm of complaints from just me. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so I did want to circle back as like another fun part of this, though, to some things that were censored because I was like looking through this list and I was like, oh, this is surprising, just like the different things. A uh, couple, of, let's see, I mean, one that it's not super surprising: Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> Japanese mm. Creed versions are known for removing or heavily modifying anything and all related to sex and nudity in the game out of fear and concern for the morality of its citizens. So, I what's mean, left? <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. I think that. I think they think we have no morals. Uh, the Last of Us. <laughs> but then they put out Dead or Alive. I know, right? <laughs> Double uh, the, standards. The Last of Us uh, was actually censored in the European release of the game. It doesn't feature dismemberment and exploding heads in the multiplayer mode. The oh, Japanese that's... version is also censored as dismemberment is not possible. And there's also another scene huh. from the main story where they censored it in the Japanese game. But I will say, the multiplayer in Last of Us is really bloody. Oh, yeah. Like too bloody? No. Excessively? It's the right amount. It's but it is literally it's like, not if bad. you're doing an, an execution with, and you have a shotgun, you literally blow the person's head up. Mm. Because it's just a headshot right to the face, and it's awesome. Uh, Little Big Planet. In later copies of the game, the lyric song Tafa Niang has been replaced with the instrumental version for unknown reasons. Huh. Uh, let's see. Let's get something a little more... A uh, little more... Salacious? No, oh. no, I was going to say recent. Uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, violence and gore was reduced, and nudity was cut from the game's release in both Japan and Middle East. Uh, Until Dawn, a death scene was censored. Fire Emblem Fates, the gay conversion therapy. And Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, an updated version, has censored the game because of an inkling girl's usage of an offensive arm gesture. Of a defensive arm gesture? What was offensive? Offensive? What would she do? Wait, in the English or the Japanese? Uh, I remember this, actually. I think it was uh I think it was in 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 both or it was like it came out I think it was in the English version it was it's uh it's basically it seems to be just like kind of giving somebody the finger but yeah it's just when you do it with your arm Huh I'm going to do it because we're we're a progressive adult <laughs> This is when you do, do that That's oh, in Mario Kart okay. Yeah that's it. The that is offensive. It? That's offensive. He's offended. He's about to leave. Yes. If I'm offended. Okay, Papa Zach, the game. stop playing Mario Kart. But doesn't that mean like, fuck you? I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah but you want to give them that. But I mean, it's also a kid's game. So it's come on. Yeah, that's a little, well, that's a little aggressive. They don't know yeah, that. Yeah, they don't know that until this little kid who's just, this little five-year-old is just playing it. It's like, Mom, I won. <laughs> yeah. It does it to their mother. And their mother's like, no. That is actually how bro Mogan and I learned the word. Word, you bastard See? it's from the legend of dragoon <laughs> i learned the oh, word God. you bastard from a john wayne movie and then i just like went along is that the beginning of uh, which is it true grit rooster cogburn and the lady i believe and Movies at the very beginning all know. he does a he does a sh- john wayne's in a shootout or like his partner gets killed and then he like runs into this house and like starts shooting everybody and because they killed his partner every time he shoots somebody he's like you bastard 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 nice. and i like repeated that whole scene <laughs> bastard, <laughs> bastard. My, my that's cool and actually if i remember right i did it and like no reaction 
So I don't they're know if they were just like shell shocked. He doesn't know. <laughs> like, they're either shell shocked or they're like he doesn't understand. That's bad. So we're just gonna let it slide. So maybe he won't start saying. Yeah, more. maybe yeah. he like because with a minute for a kid, you make something off limits. It's like oh, I'm or gonna laugh. do it all the yeah, time. Totally, totally. I mean, I was like, to be fair, I was like ten or eleven. Yeah, so. the right age to be calling people a bastard. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just wanted to have this all uh, you know the strongly developed vocabulary. But uh. There was something mentioned earlier was uh, advertisements for localization. I think uh, Rachel mentioned it at some point tonight. Um, that's another big thing. Like, you got to really think of the different cultures for advertisements also. Um, Monster Hunter World. The Japanese advertisements are kind of crazy. <laughs> really? um, I want to watch these now. They, they had, I don't know the actor's name, but he's a famous actor over in Japan. And the commercial started at, with him, like, at a shoot. And then they were on a break. And it was just like, let's play some Monster Hunter. So he was just like, okay. And then he pretended to be all the monsters and did ridiculous things <laughs> as the monsters. That's that sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds and I want that commercial. <laughs> so you're going to have, have you seen, speaking of all this, have you seen the, the like, PS4 uh, console version, the special, like, Monster Hunter World Edition? Mm-hmm. It looks pretty sweet. Of course. The Aloy and the Aloy. Oh, you meant the actual oh the actual console. like console the actual oh, con- yeah. like the version of the PS4 Pro they're putting out the co- yeah. the controller is what's really cool because it's it's red mm-hmm. like the like the main monster I forgot the Rathalos yeah yeah Rathalos. so that Balthazar? that's another like localization Balthazar. thing Balthazar. America didn't get the option to pre-order that version of the PS4 Pro until literally like last week oh, when wow. Japan was able to pre-order it like months ago. Mm. Crazy. Mm. They always get the good stuff. I know. Mm. Always get the good, mm. stuff. good mm. stuff. But, like, with all, like, just modern day, localization is really interesting, too, because a bunch of people have the mentality of, oh, we have the internet, so they don't have to do discs anymore, mm-hmm. so they don't have to ship it, which is a big thing. Like, um, Sin- uh, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice, that was one of their main reasonings for making it uh, more than just local in America. Since they didn't have to ship it anywhere, they were able to uh, make it more in different languages and translate it because they could have uh, cut down on that shipping cost. It's amazing what you can do with your money when you don't have to pay for shipping. Oh, man. Mm. Have you tried to ship international? FedEx will gut you. Shipping nationally. Anything. I just I, I just send a hard drive to somebody to get some footage for a, a video I had to edit, and it was like thirty, four, yeah. almost forty dollars. Yeah. I was like, "Come on, come on." Okay, here you it's go. It's not that big. Of a, I was <laughs> like, "What are you going to dispute it? the government?" Well, I know. It's like I had to do it, <laughs> but I, was, I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dumb. <laughs> I'll do twenty. It's <laughs> <laughs> my final offer. They're like, "You're not getting that." That'll shit. only get it to Dallas, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get it to Dallas. Uh, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> U.S. Postal Service. This guy bargaining. Sorry, off topic. Haggling for shipping. <laughs> Is that guy haggling in front of me for shipping? <laughs> Good for him. I wish. Yeah. All right. Well, we do. Do we have anything else on this topic that we really want to jump on, or do we? I mean, anything else, Cody, that you wanted to hit on? Since it is your topic, you're the guest here today. Don't, uh, don't want to cut you off too quick. I, do- I don't really think there was anything else that I wanted to talk about. I was just like, um, I, I, have you guys had any games that have been? Cut off from you due to localization? 
Yeah, The Legend of Dragoon 2, featuring Nine. <laughs> She's very salty about very it. salty well, about it. you already kind of answered that, but uh, I Zach and Jarrett? I, 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 I'm I pretty sure I have not. No, I, I'm Western not. I know. I'm not no, that no, cool. I, I know. No. <laughs> I'm not that I, uh, I will fully admit awake. that I am not usually, I am not one to, I, I will say, as much, I, I've been playing more of like Unless. even Legend of Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild. I've been playing that a bit more. And even, I'm having to overcome it's art style. Like, I, it's still a very pretty game. Ooh, but you it's, don't like the art style? No, you I do. You just need to go watch That's okay if you don't. Naruto, try to get yeah. over it. No, I have tried. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's definitely not like, so. It's, it's not like I think it's bad, and I understand the people who like it, 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 who like it and I understand why they like yeah. it. I just can't get into it. And so, and talking about like anime, I'm talking about, I'm talking about anime in general. I can't tell if you agree Legend or if you're mocking him. He agrees. Him. No, I'm mocking him. <laughs> no, Breath he, of the Wild, beautiful. Like, no, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I yeah. do I do like play. I'm I'm not saying that about Breath of the Wild. I'm yeah. saying about anime, like because no, like the I've sh- had several friends. Like you talk about Cowboy Bebop. You know, mm, I've, my cousin has told me about Naruto, uh, Naruto, <laughs> and then uh, Attack on Titan. All these other ones that like I need that he's like you need to watch them. And I'm right. like, I'm you, not, don't, you just I'm don't like anime. Go. I will go on ahead and tell you right now, you would hate them. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. And fair would. enough. Like, you uh, don't I mean, have the to same like way them. you would hate Persona 5. I, I understand right. about you style. as a person. It's, it's not, not your style. Bro. It's not my style. And so that's why yeah. I think I, I personally have probably never been affected by. <laughs> I personally have never had to suffer, games. <laughs> suffer from localization <laughs> because I play the only games that matter once from America. <laughs> there it is. That's there awesome. it is. <laughs> Western, Western mindset, everybody. Yes. I, don't, oh, I honestly don't think I have either, unless there's some game that, like Marvel oh, Blast Ultra 2. Hear, hear <laughs> it's only in Japan, and I'm like, no. <laughs> like, what? I really hope that that I would suck. and Table Tennis 5 yeah, only yeah. work Rockstar presents Rockstar Table Tennis. <laughs> now, I, w- I will say, though, caveat to my previous, yeah. I will make exception. Like, I did watch the anime of Dante's Inferno, because mm. I play the game. There's an anime of Dante's Inferno? It was made by, like, produced by EA and shit like that, too. It's, of like, tied, it into, the, tied oh, into the video sake. game. And I watch it. I mean, obviously, probably diehard anime fans will please no like your reaction yeah. to it yeah, yeah. but still like so i did watch that uh i did really 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 like the uh blizzard animated short for doomfist that was anime oh yeah that? yeah that was and pretty I would awesome absolutely watch an overwatch anime series oh man i would too they're oh, probably gearing so up cool. i wouldn't be surprised they if they i would watch something any big. Overwatch series oh i i would too anything overwatch movie web series tv <laughs> netflix show whatever money. just yeah. please we'll, yeah. we'll take anything blizzard anything they make we'll happily pay money for oh, of course <laughs> i mean ever since like the first few the first two three of those i was like these are awesome then they did the one with bastion that pulled at all the heartstrings oh and, yeah you know and then it's just like oh my god then the the Reinhardt one and the May one. The May oh, one, especially. Oh, the May mm. one was harsh. <laughs> and then the, the Reinhardt one was just a mix of of, uh, of sadness, but then oh. also some extreme badassery when the dude at the end takes both of the rocket hammers and is going crazy. God, it was awesome. They do a uh, webcomic series for individual characters that. every now and then. Which is a waste of money. They need to put all those artists on the animated show. Yeah. <laughs> they need to stop that right now. They gotta build, that listen, right gotta build that Bl- You guys are obviously drowning. <laughs> We're trying to help you. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> you guys need help. To, you're failing, bro. <laughs> That's so obvious you're failing. <laughs> oh, man. I know what's right for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Listen to me. <laughs> oh, man. 
<sighs> well, if we're uh, all kind of wrapped up on that topic then, then I guess before we go into our ending, we do have a moment with Mogan, so it's time to get some news. All right, we're going to just breeze through it as quick as we can. So by the time this episode airs, A, Monster Hunter World is out now. And for Cody places. will have already yep. spent 80 to 100 hours in it. Stay tuned for oh, Cody's yeah. review <laughs> coming yeah. soon. Uh, out, also out now, Celeste, which we talked about oh, last yeah, yeah, time, yeah. is one of the indie games for Switch, PS4, and PC that came out January 25th. And then coming soon, we have, ooh, actually, as of this episode's air date, dis, uh, one day after this episode's air date, my bad, Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, one that big fans of Dissidia are really excited about, comes out for just PS4 January 30th, and then coming soon, Final Fantasy can't do Roman numerals. Let me see. 12, the Zodiac Age. <laughs> Sorry, I was really struggle busting with it. Final Fantasy 12, the Zodiac Age is coming for PC February 1st. Uh, Battalion 1944, also PC early access February 1st. And then a big one that people are super excited about, Shadow of the Colossus oh, remake yeah. for PS4 February 6th. Keep it on your radar. So they did, and by the time this episode's out, this news is old news. It's literally a week old, but it still got me super hyped. They finally announced the release date for God of War to be April 20th. So sorry, Nintendo Labo. I've got other priorities. Other than because they're both coming out on the same day. I don't think the Labo was looking for you (laughs) in there. I think they were like, we know his type. (laughs) Oh, Rachel, you forgot to mention on the moment with Mogan. The only reason I know this is because it comes out on the same day as Monster Hunter is a Dragon Ball Fighter Z comes oh, out. Yes. Yeah. Dragon Ball James Fighter is, Z, James my bad. Has been telling me about yes. that game. About that. He's super hyped about Bro that. Bro Mogan's really excited for it too. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. It does yeah. look pretty cool. So, I, uh, God of War, yeah, so the God of War, they announced that release date and they re- released the brand new story, uh, story trailer for it. Holy crap. It looks good. It so does. It looks, I'm so excited for that game. We've got that Stonemason edition on pre order. So. Pull the trigger. Oh, hell yeah. My bro swag. Hell yeah. Going to get that nut swag. I don't think that's true. Surf's up. I thought that was right. The surfs are good today. You made that up at the top here. (laughs) No, I'm standing with him on this one. That is definitely what it is. (laughs) Get some waves. Oh, man. Is this where your love of Wave Runner comes from? Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's offending me. I'm going to have to blur it out on the video now. God. Oh, please censor us. That would be so fun. I've offended myself. I've offended myself. Uh. (laughs) My eyes. Who am I? All right. Well, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I will be popping in after the official close to give the song hint and stuff for this week's episode. But, Cody, thank you so much for coming on. It was a lot of fun to talk about a topic that, thank you. like we alluded to previously, had not given a lot of thought to the depth yeah. or intricacies involved with video game localization. So it is I a great thing. So much. Thank your developers, everybody. Yeah. They go through a lot to give Seriously. us the games that Gamers we enjoy. learn some gratefulness. I know. Learn some gratefulness. Go to Reddit, give all us the subreddits for all these different games. Sing, sing the praises of uh, how hard they all work. We should have a, a, a video game church every Sunday. Oh, you know, like the religion all, let's, let's of all, games. Yeah, the, you know, let's all be grateful for the for the developers. And then Monday through we Saturday, you can be salty on YouTube. <laughs> but Sunday, we come together. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday we, celebrate, yeah, celebrate, we, we celebrate the creators. But yeah, so it th- be that bad. <laughs> it's a it's a crazy thing. All the different things that take that it takes to get a game out there in the world. And video game localization is one small but also very big part of it all to get everyone to be able to enjoy these games around the world mm. but with that that concludes this episode of team chat podcast until next time i'm one of your hosts Jarrett wilson joined to my right by rachel mogan fare thee well to mm-hmm. my left zachary parks goodbye and our special guest 
Cody Peck. Thanks for being on. Man. All right, we'll see you. See you later. Stick around for the song. Hands coming up. We'll see you all next time. Hey, everybody, here is a song contest for this week. The hint is don't let the multiplayer distract you from crushing the Kremlings. One more time, don't let the multiplayer distract you from crushing the Kremlings. Here we, here we, here we.